Yeah, like did you did, did you hear the uh, episode that just came out today? Oh no, I I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, this the first episode. It's our first episode back. Um, you know, because we this is our second season, the first episode. So yeah, this the first one today. So you need to check that out. Okay, bet. I was listening to the 2018 recap. Uh-huh. Y'all are hilarious, man. Y'all have some excellent takes, like stuff that I didn't even think about, like, you know, from 2018. But right. you know what? We'll get into that a little bit later. First of okay. all, this is Real Talk Beyond the Headlines. Uh, Just hashtag RTBTH. I promise you'll find us on everything. So, you know, we're in the business of hot takes. We're in the business of just having general discussion about culture, sports, life, everything. And today we have Puda, who is also the head of Puda TV, which yes, you can find yes. on YouTube. And uh, anyway, what's good, Puda? Hey, man, what's up, Tune, man? I'm glad to be on your platform, man. I appreciate you for having me. Absolutely. So quick shout out to the Basketball Prince who introduced us. We had a, a pool party about two years ago, three years ago, yeah. so, where I first met you. But, you know, what I really <sighs> actually like when I met you was that you were just starting up your media business mm-hmm. and now you have Puda TV. Yes, sir. Um, quickly. Uh, like, like I said, again, shout out to the basketball prince. We need to get mm-hmm. him back on the podcast again soon, but quickly, man, go ahead and shout out your social medias, your, your, your channels. Uh, what's up everybody. Uh, this is your boy Puda. A uh, website is www.pudatv.com. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube for daily content and interviews at, P- at YouTube backslash Puda TV, Instagram and Twitter official Puda and Snapchat Put number four prayers. My, my wife just bought me an Xbox, um, two days ago. So I'm back on the Xbox. You know, if y'all want to get beat and mad in 2K, Put four prayers on, uh, on the Xbox. All right. Okay, cool, cool. So, like I said, when I first met you, I think you were just starting to get your media business going. Uh-huh. You talked about podcast recording methods. Um, so tell me about that, man. I really, really like kind of what I see, and I was listening to the Shady Bunch. Y'all were hilarious. So tell me I about your media it. business. So uh, we, I first started off um, back when I was eight. Um, I started off when I was rapping. Um, you know, I went by the name Puda. Um, back then, did uh, several amount of shows, 106 in Park, Wild on Wednesday. I've been on Fox, MSNBC performing. So, you know, I've been, you know, kind of around the business, I could say, damn near my whole life. But, you know, once... When I got to be a 15, 16, right around 10 years ago, you know, I just started to lose a love for the, uh, for the game of, uh, rap. So, you know, but I was like, you know, I still want to stay around the business, but I don't want to be, I guess, the rapper. So, you know, uh, it took me some time to figure out, um, what I wanted to do. Uh, first I wanted to be a journalist and I wanted to write, but I'm like, shit, man, I ain't no good writer, man. I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna lie to myself. I'm, you know, I'm not a great journalist. So I'm like, you know, I can, you know, interview everybody. And that's something that people that aren't doing at the time. So I just like, you know what? Let me give it a shot, you know? And I shout out to my uncle Griff, uh, two trillion. He's on 102.5 praise in Atlanta, uh, Dallas, Detroit. And I started, you know, one of my big influences was Charlemagne, you know, cause I just, one day, you know, I, I said, man, what I want to do in my life? And I just seen all of these Breakfast Club videos just going viral. And the first video I seen, you, him making little mama cry. You know, I'm sorry. That's the first interview I saw. But, you know, I seen that one. And I just stayed home. I skipped work one day. And I just watched their whole catalog. So, that, you know, the, I had a lot of inspirations. And this is how I got to the point where I'm at now. Great. So, actually, I was thinking 
you know, at RTBTH, we don't do much interviewing, but I would like mm-hmm. to do a little bit more of that. So I figured okay. I could get you who interviews people on the podcast so I can interview you so we right. can talk about interviewing. Yeah, okay. I'm ready. Yeah, so again, appreciate you coming on. So about interviewing, I think I saw some content that you posted on your Instagram about Huncho Day. Mm-hmm. I know you had contact with Gucci Mane. It seems like you're very plugged in to what's going on in Atlanta and the mm-hmm. hip hop music business. So tell me about what business is like these days. Oh uh, man, it's it's getting tough, you know, because it's it's uh it's a lot of competition, it's a lot of talent, you know, especially you know, I mean, I'm in Atlanta, so you know, I mean, I've been I've been around the country uh, doing what I do, but and especially in Atlanta, it's a lot of competition, so it's kind of tough, you know, and you have to be creative. You know, you have to stand out from everybody because it's everybody that's like myself that's trying to do what I do. So a lot of times, you know, I may um, I may finesse my way into something. Even if, if, if I don't get invited, I'm finessing my way in because that's an opportunity for me. You know, so it's, you know, it's just that. Just comp- competitive and competition, really. Okay. I hear you. Um, so I feel like it's very similar to the rap game. Mm-hmm. You know, technology has made it so that any everyone can compete. It's not just people who have a lot of money. Even with RTBTH, man, we're still very much like, uh, you know, a makeshift setup. You know, we just got our microphones, our laptops, mm-hmm. a couple great online applications for connecting with guests. But, I mean, I feel like we're doing okay. And, and same right. with all people in your position. Like, there's so much you can do with not that much and you could get good and you can get popular. Mm-hmm. So this is very interesting to me. What, why do you think that um, some people are able to succeed? You mentioned about standing out, you know, how do you think that the 2019 um, landscape of media has influenced your business? Oh uh, man, I think it's because of the new things that are added on social media, you know, social media is um, very key, you know, to, uh, my success thus far and a lot of other people that's in media success because without no social media following or without no spark of buzz, you know, a lot of my videos, you know, wouldn't go into 100,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, whatever, you know, uh, featured on the shade room or baller alert and have, um, you know, one of my stories broke when I interviewed my former boss, uh, Deborah Anthony Walker's mom, where it was uh, discussing the Gucci Man book. You know, that took off. Next thing, I woke up in the morning. I was on Double XL. I was on the Shave Room. I was on, you know, Vibe.com. It was a lot of publications. So I believe social media and what they're, you know, continuously to build is a great platform for creatives like myself. Yeah, the social media game is tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's challenging, but, you know, I think there's also a lot of room for creativity. Sounds mm-hmm. like you've been able to harness some of that in order to uh, build the following that you have. And, you know, like I said earlier about the rap game, like, I feel like you don't have to do crazy numbers in order mm-hmm. to be successful. You know, you said 30,000, 100,000 views on YouTube, man. That is excellent. Right, and, right. And I and I think I think... Uh, not to cut you off, too. I think with the rap, um, now, uh, the numbers really don't matter per se, but it, 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 if you're on, like, and also if you're doing it, uh, independently, you know, the numbers don't matter because you can sell a tape, you know, not out nine ninety nine, and, you know, and recoup all of that money because you're independent, you know, but, 
you know, with myself, you know, kind of in a way numbers do matter because you got to think, just say if you interview someone and 90,000 people are going to see it and that just myself, I'm looking like, dang, this video got 90,000 people looking at it. I'm going to be that 91,000 person. So, you know, views, you know, because nobody's not going to watch a video that just only got five views and it's been sitting for a week. But if you have a thousand or 2000 views in 15 to 20 minutes, I'm pretty sure everybody going, you know, tune in because they want to see what the hell 10,000 people is watching. Why is it? Why, why is everyone watching? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, the social media game is is a game and it's a challenge. It's a puzzle. Uh, but, you know, I'm learning some shit from you right now, you know, about mm -hmm. what it takes in order to uh, try to build a following. And I, for me, with Real Talk Beyond the Headlines is really just I feel like I got some excellent takes. And shout out to the co-host, Herschel. I feel like he has some excellent takes, too. That's Herschel, Herschel, shout out to Herschel, man. Every time Herschel in the summertime, he cooks amazing barbecue. So shout out to Herschel. Every pool party, if y'all need a barbecue chef, you know, Herschel is the guy to go to. Bruh, I am so mad you just said that because Herschel's head is about to explode. But he, he can cook. He can cook. Even though he tried to, uh, um, one of my shorties back in the day, he tried to, uh, you know, get, you know, sweet talk her, you know, with some barbecue. But I mean, shit, the food was good. But if it was trash, me and Herschel would have had some words. Hey, hey, Herschel does cook some very good food, man. Shout out Herschel. Mm -hmm. So let's let's do a quick recap of like maybe early 2019. What what is some of the most interesting stuff you've done, whether it's interviews or just uh, news stories that you've covered? What's it been uh, like so far? Uh, so I started off the year strong with um, I did Super Bowl weekend, did a couple of events um, with Super Bowl weekend, um, and I did another. I forgot. I did another. Uh, I did another uh, major. You know. You know. Event. Um, it's it's been it's been a, it's been a little bit crazy so far with the stories, you know. Of course, uh, I did, you know, story with Cardi, you know, with, with Cardi B, you know, um, you know, I broke I broke that news, you know, about the, you know about the fight. Not more so broke it, but uh, I got a lot of views off of that. But it's just been a lot of stuff. Is you know, six months in um into this new year, like it's been it's been a lot of events that's been going on. Okay, you know what? Let's circle back to the Super Bowl. It was in Atlanta. Man, mm -hmm. I've been away from Atlanta for a couple of years, but it is the city that I love the most. Um, tell me about covering the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, one thing about Atlanta that I love is that Atlanta knows how to throw a party. You right. bring to the, su the Super Bowl to Atlanta, I mean, I, you know it's going to be popping. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Well, man, the atmosphere was crazy, you know, because, you know, I just had to be around the scene and in the area because it's not like the Super Bowl comes to Atlanta often, you know, or not even just a little bit, you know. So I believe this is the first time in, what, 20 years uh, that Atlanta has been in the Super Bowl. And, of course, I was a kid. So, you know, it was, you know, great being down there, seeing some of, you know, my favorite athletes, um, you know, interviewing some of my favorite athletes. Um, my, my team is, I'm a Baltimore Raven, so I got a chance to interview Lamar Jackson, um, Devontae Adams from the Packers. Um, I got a chance to chop it up with T.O. and Shaq Johnson like it's a it was a lot of people you know that I got a chance to uh, talk to and you know hang around it and it was just a, a once in a lifetime experience I was just I had to take it back and take it take it all in okay sounds great man that sounds awesome I wish I was there you know like I said Atlanta knows how to throw a party Atlanta's always mm -hmm. fun um quick 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 
thing. So when the Super Bowl rolled around into Atlanta, I was reading online that actually Vice Vice had a story about this. It might have been in Vice News about how there were strippers coming from other cities to Atlanta mm-hmm. to make some money during Super Bowl weekend. And I was just like, this is Atlanta. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's people coming, tr- trying to make something for themselves, black people. You know, uh, trying to find opportunity and probably succeeding because there's just so much. But I'm just like, whoa, strippers traveling from other cities? What is that about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. Uh, it's a lot of people. You know that. You know that trying to get their money somehow, some way. You know the uh, the sex trafficking. You know, let's call it spade a spade. Was really high that weekend. Um, it was a. Uh, it was a lot of crime that's going around the city as far as Uber and Lyft drivers were. You know, snatching up young women that dress. Per- you know, provocative and trying to, you know, use them and, you know, do, do, do whatever, you know, to them. So it was crazy, you know, because, and you, again, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I believe the president was here. Oh, it was rumored that Jay-Z and Beyonce uh, rented out a hotel on Ponce. You know, they was here. So it was a lot of people, man, in, in, in the city of Atlanta, not even just the club. And the crazy thing about it, a lot of clubs... Um, a lot of strip clubs in Atlanta are closed on Sundays. Um, so they, uh, Mayor Keisha Bottoms, you know, shout out to her. She made it an exception for, you know, the strip clubs to be open on Sundays and it brought the city a lot, a lot of money. Wow. Wow. That is, that is interesting to hear. That is actually one perspective that I didn't really gain from reading online, which is why, you know, avenues like you are great because you're plugged in. To Atlanta, you know exactly what's going on. I think one right. thing you mentioned is how there was a lot of people, a lot of stuff happening. You know, I think Atlanta is starting to transcend into what I think you would call a world city. Mm-hmm. You know, your Chicago's, your LA's, New York's, those are still on a different level. But Atlanta's, you know, towing the line and perhaps maybe it's struggling with meeting the demand of being a city like that. Yeah, I think I think um you you made a great point, but what I do think I think Atlanta it it, it was been starting to get um their reckoning. I can tell you the city like the way you're describing Atlanta, the city is like that is um Charlotte, North Carolina. They are the next big city to um expand. I believe Atlanta like you know they started getting their credit just due around six seven years ago when people started heavily doing television and doing like the Love and Hip Hop Atlantas and the Black Ink and all of that stuff. You know started to bring Atlanta. Yeah, the Avengers. You know, um, Walking Dead. Like a lot of these shows, you know, have helped Atlanta grow as of you know as popular. But I do agree to your point when you say that they can't handle the demand because you know we're constantly in traffic, you know, or you know it's too many people, not not enough houses, you know. So I believe you know it also when tragedies happen where where um where it's like a little bitty flood or when they fucking snowstorm um you know and the city is shut down three or four days i don't think they're prepared for that you know and also the demand of how many people want to move here but they don't have enough resources to maintain the population if that makes sense yeah absolutely well puta real fast um Mm -hmm. what do you what is the landscape of atlanta right now you know i'm living in boston very plugged out the big homie Herschel certainly keeps me up to date, but you're plugged in. You have Puda TV. You're doing interviews. Right. You're interviewing Atlanta rappers, Falcons. What is the landscape of the city? Like, what can I expect when I move back? 
Oh man, uh, just a popular city. I wish, I wish the damn Falcons would have won it, man. You know, I, I could tell you more positive uh, things, you know, uh, you know about the city, you know, if they would have won it. But I, I believe it's it's young and it's fresh and it's electrifying. You know, we have you know uh, such major talent that's you know making a staple in rap. You know, Trey Young. You know, he's you know doing great things with the city. I hope they do uh, something on Thursday when the draft comes so they can, you know, spark the city up even, even more. I just literally, right before I logged on, I read a rumor that Kevin Love was going to probably, uh, they was going to send Kevin Love to Atlanta, like, but, you know, just, it's just electrifying, man, you know, because, and it's a lot to do. They're constantly adding on, you know, attractions and new things to do, like, you know, you know, it is great, man, you know, and I'm finding out new things. Uh, my wife and myself, we're just, we're continuously to find out new things about the city that we haven't been in, you know, it's just like an adventure, like we're down towards ourselves. So it's, it's a lot of fun in Atlanta. Well, that's beautiful. Well, if I do happen to make it back, I am looking forward to the excitement. Um, so, Puda, you cover a lot of things. <laughs> um, quick, you know, drop. The Shady Bunch is your podcast. <laughs> yes, uh, sir. Also, I also think it's really cool how you have, like, Puda TV, but your podcast is a different name, you know. Right. You're, you're it's like I would say a method of branding and a method of distinguishing what you do. <laughs> anyway, so I was listening to the Shady Bunch. You guys were talking a lot about music in your 2018 recap. Please okay. go listen to it, listeners, because it was hilarious. Yes, um, yes. And so what, what is, in 2019, what is the landscape of hip-hop music? Um, I believe... I believe, man, it's a year of women, man. Again, you know, uh, that's, you know, that's just, you know, my take on it. Um, women is running music, man. Uh, big shout out to the city girls, uh, Young Miami, Carisha. She's holding it down without uh, JT. Uh, Cardi B is, you know, doing crazy, uh, crazy numbers. Uh, uh, Meg the Stallion, uh, it, it's it's a it gets a lot of women. Nikki, I, you know, I, I will say, you know, I believe Nikki careers at the ceiling, but that's another story for another day. Um, Rihanna's coming, you know. Um, Beyonce, shit, I think she's coming. So I think you know, it's it's just a year year of women. Okay, can you please rewind and introduce me to the City Girls? I know I'm so plugged out. Tell me about it. Hold on, right? Hold on. So you, Tune, you gonna you gonna sit there and say you never heard of the City Girls? I'm a I, guy and I know what the City Girls are. Bro, I heard of the City Girls for the first time on y'all's 2018 recap podcast. Why? And I don't know nothing about them. So that is crazy. Well, I mean, so City Girls that signed to QC, um, where the Migos are signed to, Cardi B is signed to. So City Girls, uh, Young Miami, um, 305, um. She just got pregnant, you know, she's been a couple of months pregnant by uh, Southside, um, 808 Mafia, um, Hancho, uh, JT, you know, they're two young, two young girls from, uh, not young girls, I'm sorry, two young ladies from Miami that just talking about fucking niggas, scamming them, robbing them, you know, sucking dick, all they talk about a lot of crazy shit, so, you know, they, they you know, I, shit, I even listen to, you know, you know, a lot of times when my girl throwing girl music and, you know, she rapping, you know, shit. Some of that shit I rap too, you know. City girls is lit. I ain't even gonna cap to you. Hey, I feel you, man. You know, when you popping, you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So you know, <laughs> that that's what's up though. I I you know wouldn't necessarily know per se about the landscape of hip hop music, and as mm -hmm. you said, it's the year of the woman. Um, I take your word for it, but I do believe that 
Cardi B has certainly established a new lane for herself in hip hop and women's right. hip hop. And you know, I want to check out these city girls, so I will keep um I will keep that in mind as I peruse the hip hop uh, music industry. Mm-hmm. Just go up to the club, man. You know, if you go, if you, even if you in Boston, man, you, you know, whatever night that you know the young young folks like ourselves they party, man, go out to that bar. And the moment they say real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga, all the girls is gonna go crazy. Wow, you gonna see? That's like the uh, modern day. Um, these are the modern day songs like juvenile back that ass up by the girls run from the bathroom just to start shaking their ass. Like this is, you know, if you a guy and you wanna want a girl start twerking on you, you gonna want the city girls to come on. Trust me. I feel you, man. I just have to say, uh, real quick about Boston. Um, mm-hmm. you know, first of all, I wanna debunk some of the myths. Uh Boston isn't horribly boring. I know some people might think that. You know, a lot of people say it's racist. I think that requires a much deeper discussion because mm-hmm. I would say it's more so classist, which is very much tied to racism. But as far as the nightlife, man, there are not a whole lot of spots where black people can go and listen to that kind of music, fucking nigga up, rob him, blah, 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 um, city girls type shit. But where where they are and where they, where they are happening, man, it always gets so stupid packed. Which is one thing I like about Atlanta. You know, Atlanta was very much like so many things you could do. If you wanted to go somewhere that stupid pack, you can, but you could go somewhere that's chill. You got options. You got options. Yeah. So, so Boston is a little challenging for that. Um, I, I think that 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 song, uh, That's How You Feel by Drake, mm-hmm. he has a Nicki on it. I forget. Yeah, rule number one. I'm going to read these lyrics real quick. So, okay. RTBTH, bear with me. Rule number one to be a boss-ass bitch. Never let a clown nigga try to play you. If he play you, then rule number two is fuck his best friends and make them yes men. Mm. So that hey, that that's it right there. Just like you said, that's the new mm-hmm. age. And women are and women are grasping to it, man. A lot of women is is holding on to it, you know. And when they figure out, when they heard that uh, young Miami got pregnant, a lot of the girls, you know, there was. You know, you know, they was pissed because they thought they was gonna have a city girl summer or Meg the Stallion goes with money bag, yo, and you know, they like, damn, you know, so a lot of women that's into that ratchet shit, they're upset right now because the women that they look up to is cuffed or pregnant. So, you know, the women is is a major influence and the guys gonna buy into it because the guy wanna fuck with the girl and wanna get a dance from the girl. So women is holding the key to the uh, to music right now. Okay. I will be on the lookout for what Puda TV has to report on that. I'm sure you're going to remain tapped in. Mm-hmm. So, excellent podcast so far. I want to touch on one last thing. Go ahead. You know, it's kind of a uh, an amalgam of topics, so bear with me. But, Go ahead. you know, first of all, Future just dropped a tape. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I want to talk about is what it's like being a rapper in 2019. Um, and I bring up Future because I feel like he's kind of set the stage for a lot of popular rap, which is the drug usage. Mm-hmm. I learned on the Shady Bunch, the the emo rap, you know, and I wonder if it if it's really a good experience being a rapper these days. Oh, man, I, you know, um, you know, as I think, you know, I try to you know put myself in some of these um, rappers um, shoes, but. 
You know, I just think a, a rapper is an emotional, uh, uh, is an emotional, even an entertainer, period, is just an emotional roller coaster. You know, you know, just like, you know, humans, but they express their music to the masses and to the extreme. But, you know, I just think that with rappers like Future, Future is one of my favorite um, rappers. You know, Future is, a, you know, an emotional roller coaster. Um, Young Thug, you know, he goes through a lot of uh, emotions. So it's just, an emotional roller coaster, man. You know, you get them at, you know, when it's uh, being misogynist, you know, and rapping about fuck these bitches, you know, men over bitches, and then you get the uh, talk of, you know, they lonely and they need a girl, and then when they're depressed, on drugs. So, you know, then you get them when they're happy and they're balling in the club again. So, just very unpredictable, very emotional, I, you know, I would say. Just like a human, I, would get, I mean, just like a regular person, I would say. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I just wonder sometimes about guys like, uh, you know, wh- whom you mentioned again, the mm-hmm. 2018 recap of the Shady Bunch podcast, guys like Juice World and Tentacion, And, you know, I just wonder what it's like being them. You know, I presume they have some money, but I don't think that they're stupid paid. So they still probably have real life worries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they are using drugs, that could really get into how you deal with life and stress. And, you know, I don't know. The the music sounds good. You know, even Juice World, like, you know, I got a couple tracks that I bump. Future, um, he's one of the older rappers, but very much taps into that vibe. Uh, you know, I wonder, man, like, what it's really like living their lives, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think for the fans, for, you know, this goes out to fans out there, you know, um, y'all listening to Future, you know, talking about he doing 56 pills in a night, you know, first and foremost, you know, if you're doing 56 pills in a night and you're doing all this leaning, you're dying, you know, so I don't want, you know, a lot of fans, you know, they're taking this, you know, they're believing what these rappers doing, you know, and half of these rappers aren't even drinking, I mean, they're, of course, they're smoking weed, but they're not drinking lean, popping all these pills and doing all these drugs that they're saying because, you know, the stuff that they're talking about, these people can die on the spot, you know, and a lot of people, they're really influenced by that, so stop getting influenced and also check up on these people, man, you know, because, you know, people is, you know, rapping to a fire-ass beat and they talking about drugs and uh, doing drugs and overdosing and stuff like that, and you just like, damn, I don't give a damn about that, this shit hard, so check up on the people and stop believing in it you know because trust me you're gonna end up in yourself in the the damn grave as well trying to keep up yeah absolutely i think this is a podcast that i will leave for another day but i think the hip-hop rap the hip-hop game or rap game whatever you want to call it is due for a reckoning between the misogyny and the people dying Mm -hmm. you know i hate to bring up nipsey hustle uh Rest in peace to him. The marathon continues. I, I love his music and was bumping a lot of it before he died. But mm-hmm. the reality is that he died from gun violence. All right. Um, and then there are other rappers who are dying from overdoses. Mm-hmm. And Existentacion has died from, died from gun violence. So I think between right. the misogynistic lyrics and the deaths, there is a reckoning for the hip-hop game. But that's a deeper topic for another day, perhaps. Right. We can have you back to discuss that. Yes, Mr. sir. Puda. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, yo, great podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, you just told me at the beginning of the podcast today on June 18th. You yes, dropped sir. The new season or new collection of podcasts or the first 
Yeah, the second season, we dropped the second season today, uh, first episode, so from here on out over the next six to eight months, you know, you'll hear us every Tuesday on Apple and Spotify. Excellent. All right. All the Real Talk Beyond the Headlines listeners, thank you for tuning in. Go ahead and check that out. The Shady Bunch or Puda TV on YouTube. We out. Peace. I appreciate it. Peace.